Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to On the Block. He's Strick here in Austin, Ormond. 2.30. It's a Tuesday. For some of y'all, it's Fat Tuesday. Tuesday. But for us, we got a familiar face, but he will not be on the stream. He's on the Soder Heyman text line. His name is Terrence Badger. Terrence Badger, welcome to On the Block today, my friend. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Appreciate it. Good, good, man. Thanks for joining us today, man. A lot of lot of news happened. Uh, we weren't on. We well, we had a short on the block segment. Austin and 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 the Boxster took took over and kind of made things happen for a little over an hour to have some time. But um, over the weekend, there was some closeout games. A lot of them. A lot of closeout games were happening. Teams were disappointed, especially like Golden State. It was an unexpected thing, but we said is. You know, let's just start there. Um, we talked about Anthony Davis and, you know, which Anthony Davis is going to show up uh, in this game. LeBron James was absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal playing 43 minutes, going for 30. Um, but but what was crazy about that game uh, was this. You had that team shoot 42 free throws to 14. What's your thoughts on that? Wow. Yeah. 40, 40. Now, now you, you can't tell me that, you know, guys like you know, Wiggins and Thompson and you know, attacking the basket, Curry, he went to the free throw line 14 times. I mean, they, they did, but I think as a whole, though, I mean, you're talking about 14 free throws to 40. And all I could think about was the Lakers against Sacramento. And just how lopsided that was, and do you think there's anything to, to to play off of that, or was it just a bad night for them shooting 13 for 48 from three and just not getting it done? I, you know, I think one Lakers was the aggressor. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying? I think that they definitely was, and I think that Golden State just had a bad night. They really did. Um, but, you know, in that series, Strickland, how many times did we watch Golden State just come out flat? Automatically, just look like they didn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it was twice in that series. I think it was game three or game two when they came out flat, and then the last game when they just came out flat and looked like they just wasn't there. Clay Thompson, that was the biggest question. Like, what the heck happened to Clay Thompson? Yeah. I mean, he just like disappeared. I mean, literally, like he was not there. And then, you know, um, Steph is such a great player, a competitor. You know, he's still trying to give it. He's still trying to give it. But my opinion that they have to do something different. Um, to to belly off what you said, Anthony Davis has to be that Anthony Davis he was in that series. Mm-hmm. In this series, his main focus is not offense to me. It's more defense. He, if he can stop uh, Jerkins, if he can stop him, as far as not what I mean by stop is like less than his points. Yeah, because um, he's gonna he's he's gonna average a triple double or somewhere close. That's just him. Yeah, that's the type of player he is. But if you can get the deflections that uh, you know the AD was getting, and you know 
uh, the shot of the, the shot block attempts and you know the deflections. I think they have a chance. But at the same time, if you watch LeBron, LeBron James had on the old LeBron James shoes. Did you watch that? Yeah. That's the that's the second game he wore those shoes, and he had an awesome game. I think people wasn't paying attention to that too, but he is, uh, you know, as they talk about him being the goat and all those things, he's not going to be the goat. But as far as being an aggressor and being and playing older as a younger guy in that game, he took it to him. Yeah, he really did stick it yeah. to him. Now, does he have the gas for this one? That's the key. Yeah, you know. What I'm saying? But but overall, I know I'm everywhere, but I just think it's going to be a a great series. And um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think go to the next thing you hear about is go to state because I don't I don't I don't I do not think that Clay will be returning, which is going to be huge. Mm-hmm. And Draymond Green is already buddy buddy, as you can see with LeBron. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going. So. Yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting decision to be made. I think they're going to have to decide on Poole. Uh, is is Poole going to be your guy? Because at the end of the day, he he's obviously had beef with Draymond. That whole thing needs to be split up at this point. I think you're you're on the you're on the downhill of Clay Thompson. So Clay being your number two guy, yeah, you, you gotta you gotta make a decision. You you you're either going to have to decide on Wiggins. Or you're going to have to decide on pool. I think at this point as well. To me, wow. that's excellent. Yeah, oh. uh, and, and everything you said too. But how about this though? <laughs> Could it be a Thompson back in a Lakers uniform? Why not? Well, that'd be crazy. Uh, if, you're, if, you're, if you're the Warriors, do you try to package Clay and Draymond in a deal to get anything back from the Lakers, or do you just let him walk? Nice, good point. You know, that, I mean, that'll be a great package deal, but. You know, the Lakers, they have no problem in, in staying older. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, how about this? Um, what's the young fellow that came from uh, the Wizards? He's playing great. Who's Rui. playing great? Hachimura. Yeah. And how about Walker for a package deal to go to Golden State? Mm. With somebody else. Why not? He, ah. They got pieces. That's a good point, Badge. Um, let's throw this out here because <clears> – <throat> Usually when you have Randall Brunson and Barrett are all over 20 points, uh, Jalen Jalen Brunson did the doggone thing once again. Didn't shoot the ball from three very well, but, you know, 32 and 11, solid night. Only one turnover, too. So let's, let's just be real. He had a solid night, and the one turnover was like dang near, you know, towards the uh, important parts of the, of the game he, he had. But check this out. Uh, they were doing. A, they, they, I saw a clip compilation of Julius Randle, and in a game seven, what was so disappointing to me? I mean, they were, they were like the fans was writing on his mural, and they were saying trade him now, and right. they showed a compilation of just the effort. And I was just I was disappointed because I played in New York and I know they're kind of blue collar like you know they 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 want you to be gritty and hustle and grind and Julius Randle was just kind of haphazardly covering his rotations that sometimes were terrible guys were getting open looks he he was getting outworked for rebounds and in a game seven there's no tomorrow my boy that was what was more disappointing about the whole thing with 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 him does he stay 
or do they are are they going to have to are they going to you know bow down to the the mob the New York mob and media and and move him on? I you know I think I think he Randall's over it. He's tired of New York. Mm-hmm. I, I would be. I mean, every year there's a complaint about him. Mm-hmm. He's the scapegoat. You know, <laughs> and you know he's a he's a he's a strong player. He plays hard. But at the end of the day, I mean, he's constantly, you can see it wear on his face, constantly criticized, constantly, constantly. Yeah, you know, it, he did, you're right, you're right, Strickland. He totally did play lackadaisical, didn't give 100% effort. But at the same time, too, it's like every day, everything falls on him. Yeah. But it's crazy, everything falls on him, but he's the motor that they have. You know what I'm saying? He's the engine. Because if he don't go, then they don't go. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know what New York needs to me. They have no veterans. They need some veterans. And it's crazy because you see in the game, all you saw was vets around on the sideline. All the old vets, Starks, uh, Larry Johnson. I mean, you had all the vets around watching the game. But as far as there's vets in their their locker room, they don't have it. Right. They don't have any vets. And that's where I think a lot of these teams are falling short of being successful and, and contenders and going forward because there's no veteran leadership in there. There's no veteran leadership or no winning spirit or those are, you know, winning attitude from other people who have won the championship. They don't have it. So they don't have that DNA to understand, you know, where they are and how serious it is. Gotcha. To, to that point on Randall, to me, I don't want to blame effort. I also don't want to blame Coach Thibodeau, but we've heard that about his teams before. You know, he'll play his starters super long, 77 regular season games, 35 and a half minutes per game, a long playoff series round one, and then a physical series against the Heat round two. I don't want to blame Julius Randle's effort when he played so many minutes that year. Mm-hmm. Does some of that fall back on, you know, Coach Thibodeau and the way he runs things, or is that just more the Knicks seat needs someone to step up around him so he has juice for the semis and beyond? Yeah, you know what's crazy too about that. You're, you're and you're right on point. Thibodeau too is a great coach, but at the same time, yeah, he'll wear you down. And at the same time, you ever see his body language? He straight every time you make a bad move, it's like, yeah, oh, come on, yeah. Oh, come on. You can't see that from a coach. Every how are you gonna believe in a coach and a coach believe in you? He he complains so much when they make a mistake, and then he'll take you right out. But at the same time too, it's not all Randall's fault. A lot of it, I think, is coaching as well. And then a lot of it is like you got to put better parts together. I mean, I know that uh, <clears throat> Brunson and Wilson, they play together in college. That's not a fit for the league. Right. <laughs> they need to separate. <laughs> right. I know they, they're part of the New York or Villanova and all that. It's time to break that up. Yeah. <laughs> that's, not, that's not, I mean, Hart is gone. He's okay. He's lucky to still be in the league. He's not that. He's he's okay, but he's not fit for that team. I'm sorry, he's just not. He didn't show up uh, more than a few times. Brunson is the key that'll make it go. Um, he learned a lot in this, I think, in this series, which is great because he's going to be better because he shows that he wants to get better every year. Thanks. But the center, the centerpiece, <laughs> get rid of him. He's terrible. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to find some other veteran pieces and some other leadership around in order for them to be great. But I think that Randall's gone. I'll be honest. 
let's 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 um real quick um when we talk about Thibodeau, I, part of the issue also goes with he comes from the Van Gundy crew, and that's, true. that's one of the issues that Van Gundy used to have in that he would wear down. He he was only going to play six seven guys, you know, max, and he would wear the team down by the time eighty two games is done. You get into the playoffs and you just can't make those long runs. Allen Houston's on bad knees. LJ's elderly. We had Spreewell. And then you had Charlie and Chris Childs. And then every now and then I'd get in there or, or, or periodically. But there really was six, seven guys. I mean, that, that, that's, that's where he wears them down. And I think you're right. You guys are right in that that can become a problem late in, in when you're going through these series. It, it makes a difference. Uh, let's 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 shift and give it the last. Embiid, MVP when it counts, didn't show. Harden, talk about we need you more than dang near anything. No show. Very just balanced game for the most part. Most guys just didn't show up at all. Harris solid led the team. Good balance, but just not enough. Freaking 37% from the field, 21 from three. But I tell you, Jason Tatum said, close your mouth and your funky ass, boy, because he said, I'm giving all the smoke. 51 bag, 6 for 10 from three, 13 rebounds. It was on his shoulders. He took it and got help from Brown. Talk about Tatum right there. Now, Tatum from game six to game seven. Now, you talk about, uh, you know, you know what was the greatest thing when he admitted it after game six? That he was the star. That was like the best thing. Yes, you are. He had one, two, three quarters of terribleness. Fourth quarter of game six, awesome. Yeah. Then took that same energy and came in and bust him, busted their head, and you know, and, and and you know, he was just awesome, and he's exciting to see. You know, what I'm saying he's exciting to, and you can see the joy and love he has for the game. That is like, that is a witness. It kind of reminds me, strict. I'm not just saying you because your boy, but that's how the love you had when it mm-hmm. came to defending and playing offense. Um, the touch on the NBA, he, you know, the worst thing that happened in the NBA. Was the guy? Uh, what's the name from the Minnesota, Minnesota Timberwolves winning the three point contest? Cause oh yeah, Ta- um, sitters think they can shoot a three point now. Right. If he would have got his butt on the block, there's no one that can stop him on the block. Yeah. He's a jerkish. If he would have got on the block, but he kept on staying out there running that dumb pick, and they they was easily defending it, and he kept trying to shoot the three. Mm-hmm. Turning the ball over. That was the key. Harden didn't – now, to Harden defense, how could he have some room to, to, to yeah. penetrate when big, way, when big man is out there with him? Right. He didn't have room. No room. Yeah, I feel you. And and, and the crazy thing, though, um, is I, I, I really do look at Doc Rivers. I thought it was time. He, he got yeah. – yeah, the, that happened today. Um, we ain't going to be able to get deep into it. We'll, 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 we'll talk more about it um, another time. But Doc Rivers and Monty Williams, it just goes to show you that it's definitely Janet Jackson out here. What have you done for me lately? 
That's true. See, Doc Rivers was living off the 2008 championship. He was riding off of it. Rick Carlisle was another one that had Mm -hmm. a good run off of that 2011 championship in Dallas. But Monty Williams, it's something to that. Whether Durant got involved, there's something to it. But I feel bad for them. They'll, but they'll find their way. They'll, they'll find their way. Last thing, what's your expectation? What's your thoughts on both of the uh, conference finals? And uh, who, who do you like before we let you go? Okay. I, <laughs> I, I really think that the Lakers will play Boston for the championship. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I just, that's just my feeling. I think the Lakers have enough to beat Denver. And if they play like they have, and the thing about what I see with the Lakers is LeBron is one thing that's good at. He's good at getting them to jail. All of them, they have a bench, and they have young players that can match up with Denver. If if AD does what he's supposed to, then they will win. Mm-hmm. I think that Boston owns Miami. You can't. It's a one-two punch that's unstoppable. You see the Tatum or Brown, Tatum or Brown. And, and and then they got the bench players, you know. So I really think that, you know, Boston continues to own Miami. And mm. then I feel like when it comes to the Lakers versus Boston, I really feel like Boston will, will come out of victorious just for the first time. That's just my thought. Sounds good. Badge, thank you once again for joining us on the block, man, with your take. We appreciate it, and we hope to hear from you another time. All right, man, bro. I think appreciate it. All right, Terrence Badger, there he is, my teammate, my roommate. Uh, it's always good to hear from him sometimes. We'll sit around, just be having conversations, just in a, in a, in a bar watching games, and and uh, we be chopping it up. So it's good to have him to join us on the block to have a good conversation about it like we always do otherwise. But we've got to take a quick break. Shootout with Strick is going to be next. We'll get you on the other side. Call in 402-464-5685. Shootout with Strick is next. 